Welcome to the Full Disclosure Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie. And I'm your host, Tiffany. Every Tuesday, join us as we dive deep into society and culture, relationships, fitness and nutrition, personal stories, and much more. No topic is off limits in our world. As hosts, we will also have special guest stars on who have beautiful and inspiring stories to share to the world. So are you ready? Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, which is linked below in each of the show notes and follow for daily inspiration, motivation, and to see what's going on in our lives. And if you have any cool or interesting topics or people you'd love to have us interview on the podcast, let us know. Enjoy the ride, guys. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Full Disclosure Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie. And I'm your host, Tiffany. And so for this week's podcast, we thought we would kind of talk a little bit about how to refill your cup, detoxify from social media, and just step away and find some peace. Because I don't know about you guys. I know, Tiffany, you and I, we talked about this recently. Mm -hmm. Work, life, social media, all of that can get so overwhelming. It can. And especially for those of us who are entrepreneurs or work for an entrepreneur, our phones are our work. It is our life. It's not just for personal. Mm -hmm. Um, And trying to find that balance, first of all, is really hard. And there are times where I find myself putting away my phone, Mm -hmm. not turning on the TV, not even having music on. I just go out Mm -hmm. and... I just stay away from any type of technology besides my car because I have to drive. But I will go out hiking or I will go outside and I will read a book. Whether that's for an hour, whether it's an eight-hour thing, it's really important for you guys to set that phone down. Set it down. Oh, amen to that. And go just refresh your minds, rejuvenate, um, get outside, go hang out with friends, go to the beach, wherever you guys live, go to the mountain, do something. It is so, so important because... We can get so wrapped up with social media and just always having our phone, our phones glued to our hands being like, oh, is, is he going to text me back? Is she going to text me back? Blah, blah, blah. And just staring at it. It is so unhealthy for us. It is so unhealthy physically and mentally and emotionally for us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think too, the biggest thing is, and we were talking about this earlier as well, is that it's just very draining. Mm-hmm. And even though we constantly hear this and it bears repeating, but we hear this all the time that no one looks the way they do from social media in real life. Mm-hmm. Most of us are editing. We're using filters. I get that. But that doesn't take away the presence of social media. Mm-hmm. I think we still all hold ourselves to kind of that invisible standard, so to yeah. speak. And I know for myself especially, because I'm constantly on my phone for work-related reasons And I do help manage social media for the company that I work for. It does tend to get overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's why one of the biggest things I would say too is, like you were touching on just now, Tiffany, about going out and doing other things. It's refilling your cup. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I know you and I were like this. We're very giving and we love helping other people. And that's wonderful. If that's your personality, great. If that's not your personality, totally okay too. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times life for all of us, no matter what type of personality we are, is very demanding. And because it's very demanding, we're constantly going, going, going. And that can leave us feeling so empty. And I don't know about you, but when I get to that point where I'm really like hitting empty... 
-hmm. I also get very angry. I get angry, but I also just get so negative on myself too. That too. Good point. For no reason. For no reason. But I think it's just so much of myself is poured into, you know, my business or just poured into somebody else throughout the day, especially when I work with patients as my full-time job that like, I have nothing else to give to myself at the end of the day or what's worse to my child at the end of the day. That's hard. And that is so unhealthy and it just makes me feel so disappointed. And, you know, for people like us who are like that, you know, I guess it's one of the, the pitfalls of it, but at the same time, it's like, which is why we're so heavy on putting that phone down. Mm -hmm. Like I said, even if it's for an hour, even if it's for an hour, 15. If you can't do a full hour, start with 15 minutes, you know, work your way up and you're going to feel good. Like, and that means no TV, stay away from all electronics, not just the phones, go out and enjoy the world, go enjoy nature because global warming's happening. (laughs) Places are going underwater. You know, our earth is changing. Go out and enjoy it. While you it's know, here. While it's here. I know it's funny, but like seriously. No, I know. Like, I think you know No, I think it's interesting how as that's happening, we're also more wrapped up in the virtual world that we get through our phones and other technology. Mm-hmm. And that isn't to say technology doesn't have its place because it definitely does. But I've noticed too, like at the end of the day, stop scrolling right before bed. Yes. This is a bad habit that uh-huh. I have done all too often. Yep. And it keeps me up so late because if you're like me and you're doing computer, social media stuff all day long, at the end of the day, I finally have time to do my personal social media uh-huh. and whatever it is that I want to look at. And I will just be scrolling, swiping, whatever. And suddenly like that, two or three hours are gone. Uh-huh. It's like, where'd they go? Yep. And then it's like 11, 12 And you're just so hyped up and jazzed because you've been staring at the screen for Lord knows how long. Mm -hmm. And then you can't fall asleep. And then your circadian rhythm is totally messed up. Yeah. So one tip would be at the end of the day, doesn't have to be every day, but here's your challenge. Start with one or two days per week where the last hour before bed, you're not touching technology. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you want to read, do yoga, sit with your child maybe with your significant other whatever it is figure something out and it's going to be uncomfortable at first because we're so used to having our phones Uh and it's a good exercise and also allowing you to see how much of a role your phone plays or other social media or technology Uh plays in your life you'd be very surprised and it's always and we've always been told you know you never fall asleep with the tv on you never look at your phone because like you said you get so pumped up and you're so mm-hmm. ready to go that your body is like, no, we need to wind down because it's bedtime, you know? And I've been a victim of being on TikTok, you know? <laughs> Me too. I'm laughing because I'm there. I'm in bed by like nine and I look at the clock, it's like 11 and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> was I just doing this <laughs> for two hours? This is pathetic. So then I've learned to where now I will read a book mm-hmm. or I will take a bubble bath or I will spend time with my son or whatever it is I've learned to put that phone down um and sometimes just turn it off you know oh heck yeah turn it off turn it off and guys when you when you do this at night at nighttime like I like Valerie said one to two nights a week is a good starting point even if it's one night a week like every Wednesday night you got to start somewhere but on the weekends I highly should suggest you spend 
the after the morning, you know, from nine to noon with no phone, no technology, go out and do something new that you've never done before. I like that. You or know? something you love even. Or something that you love. Mm-hmm. Because I think we don't do enough of what truly fills us up and we spend so much time wishing things were different. And here's the thing too. The more you detach yourself from these electronics, the more you're also detaching yourself from the comparison trap. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when do we compare the most? When we're looking at other people, when we're realizing our quote unquote lacks or what we don't have compared to someone else. Yeah. And maybe for some of us, we don't think it's that big of a deal, but I'll tell you, it is. It is a big deal because why would you consciously continue to do something that makes you unhappy and makes you constantly compare yourself to someone else it's like comparing apples and oranges yeah they're both fruits Mm -hmm. but they're different fruits and that's where it should end yeah you know yeah and again not everything you see is how it is Mm -hmm. that's kind of the beauty and kind of the scary side of social media is that we really have come to a point in our culture in which we can invent ourselves any way we want Mm -hmm. but Remember that your truth and who you are is not planted in that virtual reality. It's planted outside of that. So don't disconnect with your real life in place of a virtual life. Exactly. You know, you should be who you are in real life on your social media. You know, because if you are two different people and those worlds can mesh together and that is so... It is such a scary thing. I was telling Valerie that I wanted to start like a TikTok and I was telling her that like watching these videos of these women, like I don't look like that. Like nobody's going to want to watch my videos. I don't have lip fillers. I don't have big boobs. I don't have those long lashes. I'm hundred percent natural. I love it. But like, you know, at the same you time, start comparing. I start comparing and then I fall in that trap and I'm like, whoa, whoops. I just left the table. I'm like, <laughs> Tiffany, pull your shit together, you know? But, like, you can't help it because, like, it's just so second nature almost to start comparing yourself. Oh, my gosh, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... We've become so used to it. It's almost not even a thought anymore. Or even going back to what you were saying before, having your phone on you all the time. I remember when I lived in California, I had a roommate and super sweet. But one thing she would always want me to do is take my phone everywhere. And one thing is, and I'm sorry for my friends who don't know this about me, but when I take my dog out for a walk, I actually try not to bring my phone at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. But I had my roommate who was like, well, what, what would you do if something happened? Yeah. And I'm like, nothing's going to happen. I'm fine. Yeah. And I think we've all, to some extent, been scared into keeping our phones with us at all times because we think the world is going to come to an end the second we don't have it. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, it's not going to. Yeah. And yeah. there is always a solution to something, and you don't always need your phone for it. I think we forget that before iPhones were in everyone's hand over a decade ago, mm-hmm. people were still able to have fun. And if yes. they got into a pickle, they were able to solve it. You know, it's... It's not the end of the world, but I believe that we treat it as such. Mm -hmm. We do. And looking back on it, for me growing up, compared to how my son is growing up, Mm -hmm. I mean, my son had a freaking iPad when he was two. When I was two, I went outside and went and go played in the mud. I didn't have my cell phone until 2000. I was a freshman. 2004? Oh, I don't even know. It was like over a decade ago. 
And looking back on it, and I'm like, I kind of miss the simplicity of it. You yeah, know you what didn't I'm worry so much. I feel There's like too. No worrying. Sometimes I feel like um, having such easy access to so much at our fingertips also really triggers anxiety mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a lot uh-huh. because it's almost like this security blanket and float. Like, well, what if I need to look something up? What if I need to call someone? What if yeah. someone texts me and I'm not there? Yeah. Okay. So what? They can wait 45 minutes. Yeah. And you can wait an hour to check your social media following or your likes. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Step away from that. Because again, it's going to leave you feeling empty and that's not going to make you feel any better. That's not. It just causes us more anxiety. I mean, trust me, what Valerie is saying, I I sometimes still do. Oh, me too. You know, I mean, we're not perfect people, you know, but we have learned to actually what we say put into action. You know, Mm -hmm. we've learned to put our phones down. We have learned to stay away from social media or all electronics, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel 100% lighter and happier and not so anxious when I come back to it mm-hmm. you know um but it's so important that you know and even like it's I've done this I'm gonna say it out loud but even when I'm at my full time when I work under a boss mm-hmm. my phone is still there oh, and yeah. I check it all the time I used to have all that. the time I used to have it too it's almost like this magnetic pull it is where you can't like you're like I have to check I have to like yeah. I can't not check yeah but a couple weekends ago I actually just took a total social media detox for I want to say like 48 or 72 hours somewhere in that time frame Mm -hmm. I let all of my clients at work know hey I'm gonna be out for the weekend you know if they could still text me if they needed something but like unless it was really urgent I was just like I'm stepping away I'm not checking any social media nothing and it felt so good and I saw those notifications come in Mm -hmm. and I didn't click on them yeah and you know what Monday morning, they were still there and it was totally fine. I think what we fear too is relevance. Mm -hmm. We think that the second we're not on top of something within like moments of it happening, whether it's a work email, a text from your boyfriend or girlfriend, a like on Instagram, if we're not on it within a minute or so, we feel like we're getting lost we're behind they're gonna forget about us exactly they're not gonna like us anymore they're not gonna follow us anymore whatever is going on through your mind yeah and it's so true and no here's the thing that's not the case at all here's the thing real people who love you and who want to be in your life will not set contingency margins for their love for you Mm -hmm. they will love you if you text them today they'll love you if you don't text them until three weeks from now Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter based on performance and the sooner that we hold that to be our truth the more liberated I think we'll feel yes we have a lot of entrepreneurs I work for an entrepreneur and it's Mm -hmm. been really cool seeing how social media influences business and vice versa but at the same time she's even one of the biggest advocates for stepping away from your phone and just detoxing and not only that if you're on your phone Think about who you're following. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you even to go through those people who you are following and remove any accounts that don't bring any value to your life. Yes. Even if that means friends, which the cool thing is now, I believe you can mute people's posts, but still be following them. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Um, I've heard that is a thing and that's okay. You should never feel like you need to follow someone for the sake of following them because you know them if their posts bring you down. Yeah. 
If it really is about still remaining friends with them, okay, that's fine. Again, do that mute option. Mm -hmm. But if their posts are a trigger to you, then that's not helping you and that's not fair to you. So limit. Be very picky. And also stop thinking that being picky is a bad thing. And this goes for everything. Oh my gosh. I love that I am a picky woman. Good. Okay, because I have my likes, I have my dislikes, I have my wants, I have my don't wants. Mm-hmm. It is okay to be picky. Heck yeah. Don't look at it as a negative thing because it's not. It just means you have standards. And doesn't mean you're high maintenance. It just means you have standards. And also know? preferences. Because mm-hmm. like my question too is, at what point did we think that people's preferences are now suddenly up for debate as to mm. being fair or yep. um, is it politically correct? Here's the thing. As long as choices are not hurting anybody else, preferences are fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing when it comes to what you want to eat for lunch, Mm -hmm. what you want to buy at the grocery store, who you want to date. You have preferences and that's okay. And anyone who gets on your case for having preferences, then I would suggest maybe reevaluating how much their opinion means to you because that's another thing. Mm -hmm. The one person whose opinion should matter the most is your own. Mm, 100%. (laughs) Very, very true. Because you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to bed with yourself. You're waking up with yourself. You're going through your whole day. With yourself. Exactly. With yourself as a person who you are. And here's the thing. No matter what you do in life, whether it's social media, whether it's dating, whatever, someone is always going to have an opinion contrary to yours. Mm Mm-hmm. So then why not just do what's healthy for you? And again, detox, get away from all that social media. Yeah. It's, we can't stress enough how important it is. Social media can be a fun thing. Absolutely. But it can also be so just mentally draining and devastating on us. Yeah. You know, because there have been people I have known who are just, they compare and they compare and they compare so much that they actually start changing their physical appearance to look like these certain women, you know, on social media. And that is not okay. Yeah. A man is a man or woman is going to love you for you. You know, it doesn't matter what you look like, what you wear, you know, just be authentic, just be authentic to you. Mm -hmm. And somebody is going to be attracted to that. You know? Heck yeah. I think we need to spend less time worrying about things that are outside of our control and also we need to stop putting so much value on opinions of people Mm -hmm. and things that aren't that important in our lives yeah you know obviously like we both have our handful of people whose opinions do matter and we go to them for sound advice and judgment and that's important Mm -hmm. but that's very different than going to someone who only likes you if you post about them on social media yeah you know, there's a big difference between those two things. There is. And knowing that difference and knowing how to um, deal with, with those differences is very important. And like I said, you guys, we you need to put down that phone. Put down that phone. Just put it down. I believe that it's going to be okay. As Valerie is checking her phone right okay. now. You guys. But in my defense. In <laughs> God, my I defense. It. I love it. In I my defense. It. I did want to see how much time we had left no, on this I recording. I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to. <laughs> 
Thank you for calling me out. I wasn't trying to call you out. But I'll just wear my watch next time. Okay, I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. But it makes sense, too. It does. It does. Because I know um, it's so easy to get wrapped up in everything. And it becomes so hard, too. I think, especially for me, a lot of the clients that I work with, one of their main issues and things that they struggle with is body image obviously Mm -hmm. and I personally believe since social media has become more prevalent that has become more of an issue Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that social media directly correlates with the the, um, introduction of like body issues Mm -hmm. those have been around for a long long time but social media definitely does heighten that mm-hmm. and for people who are prone to falling into that comparison trap or have a difficult time when it comes to just looking at something for the pure sake of looking at it rather than comparing it can often be so detrimental to their mental health yes and i think too so many of us deal with mental health issues because i feel like everyone i talk to has something yeah And again, I'm not saying that social media is the only reason these things exist, but I do believe that there is a strong correlation between the presence of social media, technology, all of that, and mental health as well. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, look at, like, I think this kind of became more prevalent right as I was leaving high school, so I never really dealt with it, dealt with it, but cyberbullying. Like, when I first started middle school, not saying bullying is okay to any extent, but were you really worried about it was like in person, in class, school yeah. setting. Yep. By the time I was leaving high school, cyberbullying was becoming a thing. And people started wondering, well, what are the laws and regulations about cyberbullying going to be in comparison to actual in-person physical bullying? Yep. So I definitely think there there's a prime example of that again, where social media, technology, all of that, it has allowed for things to come to the surface and maybe be more triggering for people who are already prone Mm -hmm. to having a tough time or who may have been experiencing like bullying for example yeah because I think too it's it's hard to shut it off like we see how hard it is now imagine someone who's getting bullied Mm -hmm. they're constantly wanting to see what's the latest thing that's been written yep and you're right because back in my day like I said, internet, we had the dial-up AOL. So there was no <laughs> really such thing as cyberbullying. It was all at school. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was bullied so much in middle school. I remember a group of guys, I remember after lunch, the bell would ring, and I'd walk down this one hallway, and these group of guys actually pushed me, and I fell on the floor, oh. and I started bleeding. And I looked up at them, and they just were laughing at me, like a group of guys. It's terrible. I remember, because I was really tall and skinny, and I had braces... I remember when I told one of my um, really good friends about what was happening to me at home. She spread around the rumor that I was a daddy fucker and that I, and I enjoyed what was happening to me. Jeez. Um, and that was just in-person yeah. bullying. Now I feel like... I feel like it's I feel scarier. Like, I feel like cyberbullying is scarier. Yeah. Because, I mean, physically, obviously, like, you don't want that to happen to anybody. Yeah, but you're right. But online like, is scarier. It's I think. scarier because instead of it just being mouth to mouth with yeah. just the people around you, it is now going to be online everywhere. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, and like, it's permanently there, and it's unless permanent th- yeah, I think unless the creator deletes it or there's some sort of regulation on the forum, mm-hmm. which that's a problem in and of itself. Is that there are 
so many gray zones when it comes to regulating any type of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this is why I think it's so important not to place your entire value in what you see online and who you are online. Mm -hmm. You know, like we see that with Instagram. I know we talked about it in another podcast. I think it just started out as a photo sharing thing and now it's taken on this whole new life. And yes, it's cool that we can see other pictures and connect with people. And again, for entrepreneurs, it's like Pandora's box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time too, it can turn into a really, really dark place where it's like comparison or ew, like, I can't believe you're wearing that or blah, 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 blah. You fill in the blank. I'm sure we've all heard it to Mm -hmm. some extent. So stepping away from that and also not letting other people's opinions affect who you are is so important. So important. It is so important. It's learning how to, when you are at one with yourself, when you're happy with yourself, when you love yourself, when you have self-care is when all that stuff will not matter to you anymore. Yeah. And it will take time to get there. Oh my gosh, of you course. Know? And it's and it's not like you go to bed tonight yeah, and you're like, it, I'm great. No, no, <laughs> no, definitely not. But it's when you are solely happy with yourself is when all the other negativity will stop mattering or mattering. I know it's matter. Yeah. It's mattering even a word. Oh my God, girl. I don't um, think you know, so. But you know what? For the whatever, sake of this for the podcast, sake of podcast, it is mattering a word. is a word. You know? <laughs> and like I said, like I'm not perfect and... um. Sometimes I have to practice what I preach, but it's being able to be aware that, whoa, I got to pull myself back in, pulling back in the reins and being like, no, this is not, we're not going down that dark hole again. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I was telling Tiffany this before as well, um, in that I've limited certain things that I look at on my phone or like we were doing the example of dating apps again. Like for me, in the past when I did dating apps, I used to get so anxious about it. And then I said to myself, hold on, hold on, wait a second. If I'm getting this anxious mm-hmm. about dating apps, then they need to go. Yeah. And that goes, I think, for any form of social media or technology. If it is inducing more anxiety and causing you more mental health harm mm-hmm. than benefit, then you have the permission, give yourself this permission, the right to turn it off, delete it. Don't look at it. Walk away from it. Yeah. Because I want everyone who's listening to this to prioritize mental health above all else. Mm -hmm. Because one thing our generation really needs to prioritize, which I know we're doing a great job opening the conversation, but what we really need to prioritize is mental health. And I honestly don't believe that social media beyond a reasonable point and you have to decide that for your own life, what a reasonable point looks like for you mm-hmm. is healthy. Yeah. So. That's 100% true. So I think, like you were saying, Tiffany, walking away from it is such an important thing and can be so beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's so important to incorporate and eventually incorporate it into your daily lives. Yeah. You know, if it's too hard at the beginning, start it one day, start an hour a week and work up to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and or knowing when to stay off the phone, like when you're on a date with somebody, don't be looking at your oh, phone. Oh, that's the, when you're in a group setting. You know, like even though some of the people might, might be on the phone, just be like, guys, let's pay attention. We're here together as a group. Yeah, let's pay attention to each other. That's actually a, a really group. good one. You know what I'm saying? I like, think 
It's funny that you mentioned that. Don't have the phone at the dinner table. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, the, you know when to use it and when not, you know? If it's, Absolutely. If getting rid of it for an hour is too hard, then know when to use it. Or do it anyway and deal with the uncomfortability because you know mm-hmm. what? Life is not always about being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the most growth you're going to have is when you're in a zone that is not, you know, your zone of comfort. Yeah. It's when you're outside of that. Yeah. And if that's your challenge right now, then do it. You are allowed to be uncomfortable. I think that's one thing too that we need to kind of get back a little bit more is knowing that being uncomfortable is okay. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent in certain situations because if we constantly seek and look for things that please us and are easy for us, we're not going to learn anything. We're not going to grow. Like if you said, okay, I can go with, without my phone for five minutes. Okay. Literally that's a shower time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't shower with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. You can do more than that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. get creative. I don't care if you have to sit down and do a Sudoku puzzle. Yeah. If you've got to do, I don't know. I'm trying something. To, see, I'm having trouble you know, thinking whatever. Of stuff, like, but yeah, draw. I don't know. Knit. I do these things. Go so out for a saying. walk. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> do something, but don't bring your phone. Don't yeah. turn on that tape. Don't turn on that TV. Don't you know? Don't do something else. Yeah. Or use it even as an experiment for those of you who like doing that mm-hmm. um, to see how creative you can get when you step away. Or likewise, use this as an experiment to see how often you do reach for your phone in a given day. Yeah. It'll surprise you. I know it definitely surprises me mm-hmm. oh, at yeah, times. Me it makes me feel bad. But yeah. like one rule I have too is I don't look at my phone first thing in the morning. I have to do something else. Get my coffee, mm-hmm. get my breakfast, let yep. the dog out, everything. Because if I look at my phone first, game's over. Yeah. Yep. And then suddenly it goes to work and it's like at 5 a.m. I really don't want to look at work emails. Yeah. Because I know I'll sit there and I'll answer them. Yeah. That can wait for when it's time to work. Exactly. It's also knowing for some of us, like I said, who we have our phones, are our business and personal. Use that work version of your phone during work hours. Absolutely. You know, don't use it during your personal hours and vice versa. I know sometimes it can get hard using your personal while at work. We all do it. No shame, but try to limit it as much as possible Yeah, is what is important. I love that. Yeah. I know this was one of our shorter episodes. It was, but... But I do like this. I do like when we have just an episode that speaks from the heart, as all our episodes do. Mm -hmm. But I hope that you guys found these tips and this conversation helpful. Again... We would love for you to leave any comments, suggestions. You can either email us or leave a comment slash suggestion mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Yeah. And we'll be more than happy to get back to you within a timely manner. I don't know what that timely manner is, <laughs> but probably within a day. Okay. Like I usually we, say within 24 hours. Yeah. Within 24 clients, hours. I tell clients You'll hear well. back from us. And if you also need any more tips on how to get away from social media or detox, you know. Or even if you want to talk to or someone even, about what yeah. that looks like. Shoot us a DM, whether yeah. it's on our full disclosure podcast uh, Instagram. I'm not 
thinking right yeah. <laughs> or if it's on our personal instagrams which yeah. again everything is linked in the show notes for you guys mm-hmm. and we appreciate yeah. that you take the time to join us for these episodes because we really do love recording them and i want to say thank you to the people who come back to listen every week yeah. because we do have those listeners and i love that um i love it and you know it just makes me feel like it makes me feel like we're doing something good, yeah. you know, and people are listening to us. And I feel like the quality more than the quantity is what's important to me. And, yeah. you know, and I think that goes with like the timing too. like mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, our episodes will go an hour, mm-hmm. but sometimes our episodes will maybe go 30, 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. But those are still quality episodes. Exactly. So, so. I think what we're going to do right now is take some time away from the phone. Yes, I definitely need that. End the recording. (laughs) Enjoy some time out. And I hope you guys are able to do the same. And we'll catch you next week. Next week. Bye, guys. All right. See you later.